Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Happy Monday, And welcome to the final chapter in Galatians, Galatians chapter 6. We are almost done. So I don't know when you started listening, but I'm thankful for however long that you've been a part of this journey and excited that you're taking time to spend time in the Word of God daily. So if you are new to this podcast, I want to welcome you. This is a great time to start. Anytime is a great time to start. We focus on a few verses every single week and then every single day, one specific verse. We read scripture, ask the Holy Spirit what it is that we need to receive today and what it is we need to remember because we recognize that sometimes we can move so quickly through life, being rushed and hurried that we miss so much that's happening around us. And so we want to take time to slow down and spend time in scripture and actually remember the things that the Lord has told us and see How can that change our life when we start to recall and bring to our memory in times of chaos and times of anxiety and worry and stress who God is and who he created us to be? And so that's what we're aiming to do through spending time in scripture and hearing from God's voice daily. So today we are going to be reading Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 through 6. So will you join me as we read and would you just take a deep breath and ask the Holy Spirit to speak? Galatians 6, 1 says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions, then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that is alive and active. And we just ask today that your Holy Spirit would speak to us and show us what it is that we need to remember. We ask this in your name. Amen. The first verse is what we're focusing on, brothers and sisters, if As someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. That's the NIV, and I also want to read in the NLT where it says, If another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path, and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. So I love in this translation that it emphasizes if another believer should overcome or is overcome by sin. So the few things that stood out to me is one, um, just how this is probably something that's hard for us to do. I think that it can be hard for me to have somebody else gently restore me, and it can be hard for me to gently restore others. And you've probably experienced this, you know? I mean, there's so much hate going on in our world, and sadly, even among other believers, where we're so quick to just cast judgment. We're so quick, especially with our social media platforms, to tell people who's right and who's wrong. But we see such clear instruction for how to restore 
one another. And the NIV used that word that um, the, in the NLT, it says help that person get back on the right path, which is essentially restoration, have people, you know, get back on the right track. But in the NIV, I loved that it said um, to restore people because that's really our goal is to bring people back, to reinstate them, to get them back on the right path. Yet for many of us, maybe you've witnessed or what you've experienced is if you've been a person where you've been caught up maybe off that path or caught up in sin, overcome by sin, struggling with something, maybe you've been in that spot where you didn't have someone that gently restored you. Maybe you had someone or you've seen social media posts that are telling you what a terrible person you are. Or maybe you had someone come in and just say, here's all the things that I see you're doing wrong. And can I encourage you today that that's not the heart of the Father. The heart of the Father is not just for you to be aware of the things you're doing wrong. That's where the enemy wants you to get stuck. You see, conviction is from the Holy Spirit, but shame comes from the devil. And now Satan, he wants you to get stuck in just identifying with, I'm a sinner, here's the things I've done wrong, here's the things that I've been overcome by. And he wants you to hear that louder than the Father's heart. And the Father's heart is for restoration. The Father's heart is for you to get back on the right path. And this is why you see these instructions in Galatians 6 that says, if you are, if you as a follower of Jesus, see another follower of Jesus, and you recognize that there's some things in their life that are just not lining up with who God created them to be, that there is an invitation for you to act as a brother and a sister, as a family member, and to help them get back on the right path. It said, do you see here in scripture where it says, if you see someone overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. What does it not say? It doesn't say you should go and tell them and make sure they know all the things that they're doing wrong. No, it says you should help them get back on the right path. This was just so eye-opening to me this morning as I really meditated on this because I do think even at times I've read this or interpreted this of like, and maybe it's because what we've seen is, okay, if you see someone doing something wrong, then you just say, hey, you're bad, you're wrong, and you just point that out. And you think, okay, I did it, I did my job, I'm holding them accountable. But the Father's heart is for us to restore one another. And so at times that might be having to make people aware of things in their life, but What I found more times than not, especially when it comes for us as believers, and this is talking when you see a believer as a believer, right? So this is talking about people that are followers of Jesus in this scripture. That's the context here. And we see that we get those context clues right from just paying attention. If another believer sees someone and say, you who are godly, another believer, right, should restore them. So that's how we figure that out of who's Paul talking to. But what I want to talk about here is like how... For many of us, we haven't been in that place where that's happened lovingly, but really like this is a family moment of saying, hey, I want you to become like Jesus and so I want to help get you back on that path. But that's so rare for us to see. Instead, we just see people really giving in to to the work of the enemy and being stuck in shame. And sometimes without recognizing it, we might even be those people that are the ones that bring shame by only pointing out what is wrong. Because what I have found more times than not is when it is someone following Jesus and they're caught up in sin, the Holy Spirit does the work of the conviction. 
He does the work of convicting. And more times than not, people are well aware that what they're doing does not line up with the Bible. Now, if you are new to following Jesus, there might be more times where people have to say, hey, like, I want to encourage you. Would you read this passage and and see, like, does this line up with the things that you're thinking? Like, I want to help you find answers to these questions. But more times than not, even in my life, when something happens and I know that I've sinned, when I know that that maybe I I have not, you know, been been following Jesus and been obedient to him when I messed up, when I made a mistake, when I hurt someone, like all of those different things, like I usually know. I feel it. And so, yes, there's times where it might be helpful for someone to say, hey, Abby, like, I think you were supposed to obey in that moment and you didn't. But more times than not, I need someone to come alongside me and their focus not to be to just call out the sin, but to help get me back on the right path and say, hey, how are you doing? Like, can we ask, like, can we talk about what just happened? Like, I noticed this, like, what's going on? Tell me more about that. And so, these things are the things that I'm processing. I'm, I'm reading this scripture of one, how do we receive when people come and are helping us restore us and bring us back on the right path? Can we sit and receive it with a posture of recognizing that our the heart of the Father is for us to live righteously, to become like Jesus, and so that we should be people that welcome our brothers and sisters continuing to help us stay on the right path? And then second is, how are we restoring people? Are we just calling things out and are we just just focusing on the sin and really maybe causing shame to people? Or are we focused on the restoration? Are we walking gently? Are we with kindness and love? Are we walking humbly? Not making people feel less than because of their mistakes or identifying with their mistakes? Are we truly focused on the heart of the Father and that is for them to be back on the right path of following him and becoming like him. And so I hope that this is encouraging to you today that maybe if you are in a place where there's things in your past that you've done, mistakes that you've made, one, don't stay stuck in the shame. Know that the goal of the Father is not for you to just sit with constantly overwhelmed and focusing on the things you've done wrong, but rather to just get back on the right path and keep moving forward. That he forgives you, that he loves you, And he wants to restore you. That's his heart. And so don't give in to the lies of the enemy today that you're not enough because of things that you've done or the mistakes that you've made. But walk in that full healing and restoration. And then if you're someone that that maybe in the past you're recognizing, how have I helped restore people? And maybe it hasn't lined up with what the scripture says. And to take that to the Lord, repent from that. Ask the Lord to forgive you for that. The times that maybe you have cause shame without even realizing it. And I know that I've been there in my life, that there's things that in the moment I thought that it was the right thing to say or the right thing to do. And looking back, recognizing that that wasn't actually focused on restoration for people, but it was focused on just helping them see what they were doing wrong. And that's not the heart of the father. He wants restoration for people. He wants them to be on the right path. So think not only how can you receive that from other people when they're helping you walk back towards Jesus, but also how can we continue to gently and humbly love people and point them back on the right path? Galatians 6, 1 says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. 
You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work for you then will get satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers sharing all good things with them. I hope you have a great start to your week and I will see you tomorrow.